What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah, man. Today is a special late night episode. It is, but, <laughs> you know, we, we kind of like debated, you know, whether we should do this because I, I think we're, we're so busy right now. Uh, we're really struggling to find, uh, you know, a slot to, to do this recording, but it's such an important time in our Singapore history, you know, parliamentary democratic history that we had yeah. to do it. Even though it's even from our bedrooms or whatever, yeah. we still have to do it. <laughs> Back yeah. to the good old days of recording from our bedrooms, Terrence. Yeah. You know, we 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 started filming more in our office. The video started looking more dope, more professional. And then now yeah. we are back. <laughs> back in the bedroom, man. Back in the bedroom. But th- that's how urgent it is. It's so <laughs> urgent that like... I think unanimously we decided, fuck it, let's just do this fuck recording it, right man, here, right now. Yeah. yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube thinking, what are these guys doing? It's because of the news. The news was too urgent and we just had too many things to say about it. Man, um, not just the news. I know, you know everyone, everyone's buzzing about the same topic. But it's because this time, in anticipation of this this podcast, we've actually taken extra step to do another step of research that we've never actually done before, right? Yeah, yeah. and Which we will reveal it in the next few <laughs> minutes if you stay yes. on and listen. Yes. Must well yes. do the plug, right? That's the perfect yeah. transition to the plug, yeah. Yeah, so, so go on, man, Terrence. You yeah. laid the groundwork. So yes, if you or anyone you know uh, is looking for a podcast to listen to, obviously you are listening to it right now. But if the other person that I'm talking about is looking for a podcast to listen to, do give Yalabad a shout out. Ask people to try it out because it's unlike anything else that you will hear on Spotify or mainstream media, alternative media, or any media in general in Singapore. Right? Hmm. Well, Terrence, your plug was so long-winded. I think you're perfect for Parliament, man. I know, I know. I, I could hold ground for like 52 <laughs> minutes just talking about how important it is to, you know, to, to subscribe to Yalabad. Lah. Yes. But shall we? Shall we jump straight into it? Let's jump to it. Lah. I think everyone is dying of anticipation, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, just now you mentioned we took an extra step in our research in anticipation for this episode. And what was that extra step, Terrence? We attended parliament <laughs> yeah i know we have mentioned it a few times on the podcast but yep. yesterday 3rd of july terence and i actually went to parliament to listen in and watch uh, uh the the parliamentary session uh, yeah. because especially around the the recent readout saga or ride out saga ride out yeah the ride out saga and it was an experience man yeah first time in parliament yeah i got to say it you know, I literally just landed from overseas uh, on Sunday night, right? And mm. before I even knew it, suddenly I was like within like, I don't know what, 16 hours, I was sitting in parliament and it just felt so weird, you know, that I had gone from like this happy, happy holiday to sitting in this place where, you know, Belly there's a lot, piece, of, yeah, a lot of rules, a lot of different uh, things to observe that, uh, you know, I, I always hear about, but you never experience yourself until you ch- you really go there and see it for yourself. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the process, so so just full disclosure, the process of going to parliament, visiting parliament is totally accessible to anyone. Mm. Um, I, I, I think maybe being Singaporean is a limitation. Like mm. you do have to be Singaporean. But yeah. you go there, there are very friendly staff there. 
uh, you have to deposit your bag, you have to change your pass, and mm. and it it at first I was telling Terence, hey Terence, you know I think don't know whether I can get seat lah today. You know it's such a hot topic, <laughs> but I, there's a lot of seats. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of seats. I, I think um, one one thing to clarify also is that some people some people might be asking, ah your bodo lah, like now Parliament's live streaming and everything, you can just watch it on online and why why do you need to go to Parliament? Uh, mm. you know what do you say to that, Harsh? I think because okay, the the format of parliament, everyone has seen it, right? There's this one centre yeah. table, then you have the ministers almost uh in in order of descending seniority, they mm. radiate out from the centre, lah, you know? Mm. Um and then in the galleries is where the public sit. So mm. the thing about watching parliamentary sessions is they tend to focus on the person who is speaking, mm. or maybe one or two cutaway reactions. Uh. The beauty mm. of watching it live is that you can watch everyone in parliament. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then I think for me, yeah, seeing everyone that we've some at some point or another done research or spoke to or or spoken about on the podcast, seeing them seeing them all seated in this same room, um, you know, seeing their reactions, so seeing some of them not even caring, just using their phones or <laughs> doing work on laptops, <laughs> it's just a very very uh surreal experience. Uh. so yeah, you know, it, it was very weird. But but I do I do want to give a shout out to. To um, you know the when we first entered lah, right? Cause yeah, to set the context, like, I think you and I we went there and we really didn't know we didn't know we 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 heard about it, but we didn't know what to expect. Like we knew we had to deposit bags, but the first challenge that we got when we got there was that they said, okay, go and deposit your bags in a locker, and then and and mind you, our parliament is is about two hundred meters away from the mecca of smart nation in Singapore. You know, it's in this <laughs> Funan Center. Itself is like two hundred meters away. It has been described as Chan Chun Singh's Smart Nation wet dream, lah, right? Mm. But here at Parliamentary House, they expect you to bring three times twenty cents coins to go and deposit your bags <laughs> in the locker. <laughs> and then me and Harish were like, "What the fuck? I haven't carried coins on me since I was like in like a year or something like that already." <laughs> so we were scrambling. Okay, where can we get coins? Where can we get coins? Then, thankfully, one of the very nice you know police officers who was guarding the place and all. He came and offered to, I think, change coins with us. Uh. So I had a $2 note. I gave it to him. And then, fuck, man. Lo and behold, he doesn't have exactly $2 in change. <laughs> so we were standing there like, oh, what to do, what to do, what to do. And then we reached an impasse. And he's like, okay, never mind. You know what? Uh, here's $2.10. And you just give me the $2 note. And that's fine. So, you know, at that point, I was already $0.10 cents richer. Just wanting to deposit my bag. Mm. So Harish and I, we managed to get our bags locked in. No, and then but when still I closed the door and I locked <laughs> I know, yeah. I closed, I, yeah, I stuffed ah, okay, all my okay. bags into the thing. I told Harish, hey, you go and put, try, put your, <laughs> try to stuff your bag into my locker as well. Then we'll use one locker. And I, success, I was so happy I got the coins. I slammed the locker door, put in the coins and just locked it. And then I turned to Harish, okay, uh, let's go. Then Harish like, oh, no, no, I, I need to deposit my bags. Because this guy, <laughs> while I wasn't looking, turned around and took his bag out of the one locker we agreed to share. And then now we had to go and find another three times twenty cent coin, which which the police officers we knew didn't have that anymore, la. Then what do you do? <laughs> no, in my defense, the bag couldn't fit. Okay, yeah, okay so okay, yeah. uh, it, it couldn't fit. So while you were sorting out your own challenge, I was playing like this Tetris of bags, and I was mm. like, "Fuck, it can't fit." And then when you slammed it, I remember your face. You're like, "Dude, they gave me two dollar ten cents, but they only gave me three <laughs> twenty cent coins." <laughs> yeah. We thought, we thought, I, I thought I struck it. I struck the lottery. Like, I, I earned 10 cents. 
Yeah. That's my, <laughs> like I'll be charging so, with a policeman. So while the leaders of our country, a mere 100 meters away, were debating, yeah. you know, like, okay, maybe a ride out is not the most consequential to our nation, but they're debating mm. policies. And what are two of us doing? Figuring out <laughs> how to fit our bags into a locker. So in the end, yeah. because we didn't have enough coins, I had to bother um, two very friendly ladies who were having uh, a snack at the nearby table and I had to get change from them twice because mm. I mm. fucked up the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I oh think my God. Finally, yeah. once we got all that done, we just turned to each other and said, this, this is like, this is how they, they make it so difficult for people to come to parliament. <laughs> yeah, that's what, <laughs> It's friendly deterrence. Friendly yeah. deterrence. Yeah, you step out, you're in a smart nation. You step yeah. into parliament, it's a throwback to the 70s, man. Correct, correct. So yeah, everyone, please remember to bring your three times 20 cent coins if you're going to visit parliament. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then after that, we go in, we change pass and, and it was relatively smooth uh, going up mm. to, to the gallery. And I had no idea what the process is or what the walk to the back of the gallery is, is like yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, did you have any idea? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. In fact, it, it felt like kind of strange because yeah, it was my first time in that building. And um, it seemed like yeah, la, a lot of people, a lot of eyes on you as you're walking in, la, security and ushers and everything. And uh, you know when when they, I I feel like it's almost when they, when they were asking us, oh, who are you? I almost felt like, oh, I almost felt defensive. Like I I wanted to say, I'm a participant in Singapore's democratic system, and I just I'm just here to observe Parliament. Uh. But actually, all they wanted to find out, are you are you media or are you public? Uh, right? That's all they wanted. To I said I'm Singaporean. <laughs> they say who are you? I was like I'm Singaporean. They're like okay, okay, okay. I, know, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know what I was supposed to answer. So yeah, yeah. So I think what we're illustrating here is uh, it is, feels quite adversarial, uh, right? The whole process of going in, although it's smooth, but it does feel like there's a lot of uh, obstacles in the way of going in smoothly, uh, right? Yeah, and I mean you can understand. You can understand why, mm, right? It's security. it's a it's a concentration of of our country's leaders. Yeah. Um, and then so so in the end, we finally do make it in. And basically, yeah. it is a very comfortable setting. Uh, mm-hmm. And you are seated behind glass. And and yeah, you are maybe like, you, you can see every uh, MP's face, their facial expressions. They yeah. can see you. Uh, they can yeah. probably recognize you just like you can recognize them if they yeah. know you. No, but, so, but you yeah. forgot to mention that, that the important step before you even sit down, when you enter the oh, room, yeah. you, have to, you have to bow and you to have to bow speaker, to the yeah. Speaker of Parliament, or at least in the yeah. direction of the Speaker of Parliament before you sit down. Yeah. And uh yeah, when you sit down, basically you're not allowed to talk la, and or use any devices because you can't bring in any devices, la, right? So you mm-hmm. really can only bring pen and paper and, and you just have to sit there and listen, no? Yeah. And and I mean you can sit there for however long you like, I I believe. Mm. Um they yeah. do encourage you that if you're feeling sleepy, you step out. Um mm. but yeah, I mean we were there for like more than an hour and mm-hmm. um I remember thinking, I was like, Oh shit, you uh you can't bring in any devices. You don't have yeah. to talk to the person next to you. It's quite comfortable mm. seats and aircon. I was like, shit, man, this is like a spa experience. Yeah. You go there to detox. <laughs> I know. You yeah. know, and and you know, like like sometimes when you feel because watching Parliament and they have screens and all that and and as and uh, you know you know like sometimes when you're watching a, a TV show or a, or someone giving a presentation and you know it's what them intense and you think well if that was me it would be so stressful but I kind of enjoy just watching other people go through the stress uh, mm. it kind of felt like that so you yeah. know I'm like I'm just watching these people have very tense conversations and and you know like intense stares and intense glares and I was like mm. oh shit 
yeah. Yeah, like like what you said, lah. It is a very comfortable environment, very focused, very intense. Uh, and in some ways, like I can imagine that if you know, if my work could be done without a computer, with just a pen and paper, it's like a very comfortable co-working space to go to, lah. Right? <laughs> you got a nice chair, got aircon. There's like white talk. noise all around you. Cannot yeah, talk. People, people really cannot, cannot talk. talk. Yeah, like to Only one person talk, talk at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's actually like a very good place to concentrate and think about life and everything, like If you really want to, because if you're in a but that's not what we're there for, yeah. No, if you're in a co-working space, I can imagine people talking cock in one corner. You're like, hey, fuck, yeah. like, can you all do some work or not? Here you are literally <laughs> watching people do work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What better motivation talking, is there? Yeah, also talking. Also, also talking. talking. Yeah, yeah, talking. But, but whether it's interesting is another question, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what... yes, uh, and, and, and actually, the other thing that was quite interesting was that, um, yeah, we were there as, you know, uh, uh, interested observers of parliament, but there were mm. a lot of, a lot of different types of people there as well, right? Mm, mm, mm. And, and, yeah. and do you remember what kinds of people were there seated with us as well? There were political commentators. Um, mm. There were students that were sitting on the other mm. side. Um, yeah. There are representatives from ministries. And I mean, yeah. even the demographic of people that we were seated, seated around, young, old, um, yeah. students, every, yeah, retirees. Yeah. yeah. A lot, a and, lot of different types. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different types. And uh, yeah, so so it was interesting, la. And because mm. no one can can talk, uh, yeah. it's just I mean sometimes when they snort or they chuckle at a minister's yeah. laugh or something, uh, yeah, la, It's it's a it's a trip, la, It's a trip. Yeah, yeah. And I think we also cited uh, Mister, the one of the the people in the in the middle of the storm themselves, like right, the one who started the whole uh ride out road debate and the yeah, we did, we Mr. did, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Kenneth Jairatnam himself was uh, yeah. there at Parliament. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think it's doxing or anything, Lara. It's public. It's public information, mm. and and yeah, we we saw him there. So yeah. you know, uh, a lot of interest. A lot of people who are interested in the debate were there, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean, okay. So then by by then we were seated. You know, we were there for like an hour plus each. Um, yeah. And we went in at the time when uh there was uh, questions being fielded. Towards the Minister Shanmugam, um, Minister Balakrishnan, Senior Minister Tio, all about uh, the ride out saga. Mm, yeah. So there's been so much talk about it. Like it's it's a topic that everyone kind of has heard about or read about. Mm. Um, but after I don't know, the, looking at everything that has come out in the news, as mm. well as the experience of being there, what yeah. where where where's your head at right now with regards to this whole thing? Um, I guess maybe what you, I think everyone's going to read a lot of news and they're going to hear a lot of commentary about what happened in Parliament, yeah. right? Uh, what you and I, I think uh, you can give quite uniquely is the perspective of being there in person, watching people's reactions and all that, right? Yeah. Uh, I think at the end of the day, one thing I really realized that was that um, this was going to be a very grand uh, political spectacle. Right, mm, uh, mm. not just for the people giving the speeches, but for even the people asking the questions and all that. You you could feel a almost a sense of glee or, or urgency at which some of the some of the members of parliament wanted to ask questions. Are right the way they the hands shot up every time there was a chance for a response, uh, and mm. not shot up just once. Are they shot up multiple times? Are right, and yeah, um, because we were seated facing the I think the opposition bench. 
we yeah. actually saw a lot of uh, yeah of the interactions between the opposition uh, political figures and their facial expressions and things like that as well. Uh. Um, so, yeah, I just realized this, everyone knew that this was the chance to, you know, uh, put a lot of things on the record, uh, ask difficult questions and, and you know, look like you're really fighting for a cause, like, right? Yeah. So on both sides of the aisle, I think both the, the government, the pro-PAP and, and, the, and the opposition as well, like. So mm. that, that's something that, that really stuck out to me about that whole experience. Like, um, whatever the, however the debate ended to that day, uh, I mean, we kind of knew where it was headed, like, right? It's not going to be something gangbusters. It's not going to be a huge surprise. But everyone understood that it was an important day. Like. It was an important mm. day to be seen, to be heard, to raise your, your, your hand and, and have your voice heard in parliament. Like. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah. how about you? And I mean, what, what was your, what was the thing, every, the, the big thing that you took away from? from being there um i think like 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 you like, i think i think being there being able to watch reactions uh was very very eye opening because sometimes when you are watching the live stream and you hear uh, any of the mp's say something that even makes you go like huh does that mm. make sense you don't have anyone to bounce off you know to kind mm. of see am i the only one who thinks that's weird that's weird yeah. but here you have a full array of people who um are, are, are reacting like of course a lot of them are like on their phones and laptops and answering emails and all that or even dozing um, off some are dozing yeah, off dozing off yeah. yeah um I think at the end of the day even for that one plus hour and all to be honest I came away from it uh and even reading the news it made me I don't know whether sad is the right word but a bit mm. how you say uh, this dispirited to a certain extent because. Mm. Because it felt like this whole debate was um, not really based on how you say, uh, like uh, l- I wouldn't say logic, but not really based on on common sense. I would say to a certain mm. extent, mm. but really, really based on theatrics to another level. I know, mm. I know, we have said before. Or like, uh, like maybe even on your know, people listening, you have realized that politics at the end of the day, there is a lot of theatrics involved, You know, a lot of things mm. happen behind closed doors, but when it's in the public eye, it is theatrics. Uh, uh there's a lot of that, like, And watching it, it just felt like, wow, is this, is this, what is this debate really about? Is it that everybody knows the same thing that okay, maybe this wasn't the best way of doing it, but no one can really admit that they fucked up in some way. Mm-hmm. So you you weren't you weren't feeling dispirited because because you were seated up there with all the crazy people and then down there was all the people <laughs> who followed the right track in life and did the yeah, right no, things no, no, and no, no, went no, to the no. right schools and did took all the right jobs. That's yeah. not why you were feeling dispirited. No no no. <laughs> yeah, no no no. In fact I, I was like, was oh my like, god. I thought yeah. I thought it was jealousy that you were feeling when you were sitting no, up there. Because literally one of my batchmates from secondary school was down there. Oh yeah. He was yeah, two yeah, classes right, away right. from me and he asked the question yes, in yes. Parliament. Yes, um, yes. And yes, I was yes. like, oh shit. I remember seeing him in the halls in school. Same for you, right? Someone from yeah. my primary school, yeah, my batch in primary school was also down <laughs> yeah, there. So that here we yeah. are fucking cannot find three twenty cent coins to lock up our bags. Oh and, my god. Uh, that's that's our takeaway from Parliament. That's that's why we feel dispirited. <laughs> we Singapore. do not deserve to be on the ground floor. <laughs> no, but, no but, but honestly, yeah. I, honestly, I felt like I felt like you and I, even for that one hour plus, we were paying attention a lot more to the what was being said than 
probably like <laughs> half or three quarter of the people in there, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say that too. Mm. And, the, the number and because, of laptops, number of laptops open, the number of iPads open, the number of like WhatsApp, you know, uh, WhatsApp chats, chats open. You can literally see it from where you're seated, lah. So it, it's quite clear not everyone is hundred percent listening all the time, lah. Yeah, yeah, but. But what about you? Like any any takeaways, any emotions coming out of it? Uh, I think it was uh, I I think one thing is something that is quite uh rare lah, right? Uh, is to see someone as senior as uh, Minister Shamugam, uh, on the on the on the defensive lah, right? Mm. I think this was the first time uh for me at least to to really see something like that, where basically. Yeah, there were a lot of hands shooting up to ask him questions and and because the questions are directed at him, he has to keep standing up and sitting down, standing up and sitting down oh, yeah. to go to the podium and answer. And I think even at one point, there was a point where uh, Pritam Singh was going to ask a question and just like three minutes ago, Shamugam went to take, I think he went to the bathroom or something, you know, because you actually see that they stand up, they go to the side, they take a bow and then they walk out of the place. Lah. And mm. then Pritam Singh was like, and then he was called to ask his question. And he's like, "Uh, Mister Shamugam is not even here right now, so maybe I should delay my question and let let's answer another question first or something." You know, so so you you can tell that there's really a lot of uh, a lot of focus and attention being put on on Mister Shamugam himself, like, right? Mm. So uh, that was something for me that uh, it, I I haven't seen it before, and just seeing him a bit more on the defensive and. And really, you know, going into a, I think if you saw the speech, he went to a very, very long story also about why he entered politics and and what what being in politics means to him and all that, right? So mm. it, that's something that I did not uh, expect to to be seeing that day, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, on that note, like I will say that there were people who were who were very impressive, lah, in the mm. sense of like asking important questions. Asking mm. questions that that were incisive enough to to not be accusatory, that to not be defamatory, mm. but to have some weight that actually you could see when when say SMTO or Ed, Edwin Tong had to answer, they were kind of it wasn't easy for them like. And I remember uh, I think Sylvia Lim asked the uh, asked a question about you know the, the why is it now that uh, the conflict of interest is defined le- on legal terms. When a lot of the times, what MPs are told is that to you know, it's more about the spirit of the code of conduct. Uh, Leon Pereira asked something about the accessibility of info and why the info for twenty six write out was not put on public. Uh, Pritam Singh asked about whether or not the phones were confiscated during yeah. the the investigation. So, so questions that even I listening, I was like, oh fuck, that's a that's an important question. Like you're not mm. you're not accusing, but you're just pointing out certain things that make uh, the layperson think la. and mm. I will say that that the responses from from SMTO a, a lot of mm. times I was like what is he even saying and and I guess that's, that that lent itself to a bit of the the dispirit the dis, dispirit feeling la. like um, so many times good questions were asked but they were mm. answered in ways that were just beating around the bush mm. and then it ends there and then they move on to the next question I think Teo Chien uh, gave the definition of conflict of interest about 29 times during <laughs> yeah. a one hour and 10 minute spiel. And yeah. that was almost the cookie cutter answer for so many questions. Yeah. And yeah, so so that was the kind of things that made me go like, hmm. Yeah. So, you know, um, 
like like your the, your feeling of dispiritedness and helplessness. I think at certain points I probably did feel a bit like that as well, but for mm. probably a slightly different reason uh, Um, I think uh you know at once one point when I was younger, uh you know I got a friend who's uh he plays football and everything uh, and mm. he told me something that blew my mind. He said like you know when sometimes when the ball uh when the football is played out of field right out of the field mm. out of the playing area, mm. uh and then sometimes the referee actually doesn't actually see which player which player kicked it out or last touched it before it goes out. Mm. And a lot of times in those instances, the referee, the, the players will, both players from both sides will just raise their hands to say that, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that I, I wasn't the last one to touch it. It was my ball. And yeah. the referee will just basically give it, if he doesn't know, he'll just give it to the person who raises his hand first. La. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. blew my mind because I always thought, oh, impartial, fair, referee has like super great <laughs> eyesight and everything. But when my football friend told me that, and, and I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's, that's, that's true, la, right? Yeah, and you have to be loud also. Yeah, you have to be loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it blew my mind that, oh, everything that I thought was impartial was not. La. And mm. again, yesterday in parliament, that's when I saw something like similar to that when a lot of times, like every time like uh, that someone like from wanted to respond to one of the ministers or SMTO or something like that, it'd be yeah. like seven different hands shooting up, right? Yeah. And it's basically entirely up to the Speaker of Parliament to to just say, oh, okay, it's this person's turn to speak. It's that person's turn to speak. Uh. Mm. So it's almost like you don't know who he's going to choose and why he's he's part- chose that particular person. I, I think I literally did observe, try to observe and see Oh, is it is it because that person's hand shot up first? That's why he called it person. But I looked and then it's not the case. La. Sometimes someone's hand shot up first and then he still like moved on to someone else. <laughs> yeah. And and that that one person probably being Long Man Wai. I think he was very I could see that he was like on the edge of his seat, like couldn't wait to get his turn to ask his questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, so so in some way it it gave more uh clarity on why it is important to have opposition uh, members of parliament. It is important for mm. parliament to to be live stream. It is important. I would even say it's important for everyone to you know just go once, once mm. to experience it to understand that okay, it's not easy being in parliament. Like being yeah. an MP, it's not easy. You know, you have to be there. Uh, you have to stay engaged. You have to ask intelligent questions. But with regards to to this whole thing, I mean, looking at the reports, looking at at some of the answers in person that we saw live, it just feels like um, there's almost like two schools of thought. La. One is like, there's really no fucking issue with this. Why is everyone making mm. a fuss? Mm. And at the other extreme is like, this is, this is terrible. You know, how can people not, not care or not think that there's something wrong here? Yeah. yeah. And yesterday it felt like that. There were, everyone was coming from either of the two extremes. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't know whether every parliamentary debate is that, is like that. Yeah. And and that's where some of the criticism of of the uh, the entire process uh, is like, right? Some people say that this is not the kind of thing that is meant to be debated in Parliament, right? Yeah. Because Parliament is you know it's a place for to talk about really stuff that affects people, public policies, and all that. And this one is more about you know examining uh, members of Parliament's uh, personal affairs, like, right? Mm. Uh, and and should sh- is Parliament really the place to spend the resources and get everybody to sit down and listen to them talk about about this like, right about how they ended up renting a house as opposed to fixing bigger problems like like housing in Singapore or things like that like, right mm-hmm. so yeah I think I think being there and just seeing you know like like what you said like two different people two sides of people just talking at each other but not really 
uh, you know, communicating directly and all that, lah, right? Yeah. Uh, it was just, um, yeah, you, you know that this isn't really going anywhere, but it has to be done anyway because it's political theater, lah, like you said. But, but, but were there any instances or any comments uh, you recall that made you go like, wow, you mean you can just answer like that? Uh? Or, huh, how does that, how does that make sense? I think, yeah, you could definitely send some, uh, some irritation at some point from uh, SMTO, mm. uh, SMTO Chihian, when he gave a very curt answer uh, to, you know, one of the questions about conflict of interest and all that as well. I can't remember exactly which question, but it was just a very curt answer that then he just went back to his seat as if like, like he had nothing more to say. It's like a drop the mic kind of moment. La. Yeah. Uh, but but that was not the last time he went back to see. He still had to keep coming back and coming back and coming back. La, right? It's just that yeah. I think he was just trying to express that he was sick of answering that question already. La. I mean, if you took, if you took like um, that whole scene of, you know, people sitting in a row of chairs opposite each yeah. other and yeah. you put it in an MRT train, right? Um, <laughs> I think you would never see someone with um, who's above 60 plus or 70 plus get up from their seat as many times as like SMTO or Shamugam got up from the seat. Eh? It really yeah, is yeah, yeah. like a train carriage, you know, yeah. and they are getting up and going. <laughs> but but I remember like one example that, that stuck out was I remember Shamugam said something in response to the issue of, you know, him asking the deputy deputy secretary of the Ministry of Law uh mm. for for um info on the the apartments or oh no, the SLA properties that are available to the public. Lah. And that to me was one very uh, clear example of how there were very two very differing schools of thought. Like on one hand, uh, echoing what uh, Shamugam said in his own statement, that going to the deputy secretary and being very open about it was the best thing to do so that it's, it's up in the air. Lah. And on the other extreme, I think quite a few of the opposition MPs pointed out that, okay, if you're going to someone who ultimately reports to you, um, is that the best thing? Like, you know, you could very well have gone, gotten your agent to go through the route like anyone else, any other potential tenant goes through. And that should be the way because then you are not in, you, there's no chance of you influencing the decision, like, you know, consciously or subconsciously. And mm-hmm. it kept ping-ponging back and forth. And I remember even SMTO said, you know, won't it be weird if at the end of the day, if, if Minister Shan went through his agent made the query, and then the people at SLA found out, oh, it was actually Minister Shanmugam who made the query. Wouldn't that be mm. weird? So, mm. when, when I was listening to that, I'm like, wow, this, this this is like two very extreme opinions, two very extreme schools of thought. Like what you said, like that felt like there was no, there was no under, trying to understand the other people's perspectives because in parliament, it's almost impossible to do that. Like you cannot do that because then you lose. Yeah, yeah. Or the Speaker of Parliament uh yeah, decides that yeah we you know uh I am not choosing you to to respond to this statement and all that lah, right yeah because I mean at some point okay lah, to be fair speaker of parliament has to keep things moving you can't be there forever right yeah so and he doesn't want to keep repeating the point so he he is trying to give everyone the chance to add their views and all lah, but and he has to he has to make some decisions and priorities and all that lah, right but yeah yeah lah, it's a uh, the the I think the the just the format of parliament itself just doesn't lend itself well to uh, you know any kind of constructive uh, conversation about about this because uh. I think ultimately yeah. uh, a lot of the answers just boil down to how do you define conflict of interest uh, right yeah uh, both sides I think both sides have their different opinions about it so it's just yeah once you if you can't agree on that definition then it's very hard to 
have a debate about about the you know what was right and what's wrong and you can just sort of you, you sort of just fall back on the oh you know CPIB cleared cleared uh cleared the ministers of any kind of uh, wrongdoing or corruption or anything like right mm-hmm. and that's all that you can that's all that you can really agree on uh. yeah and and that's yeah. why I think at the end of the day like if you look at the facts yeah they they didn't do anything wrong but the mm. fact that so many like um people feel something it feels like there's there's something a bit offline. Maybe that's the issue. It's hard to quantify that, lah. Yeah, um, and I think, I th- I think the the one small fact that's that I see a lot that's being left out is that now they they say that any senior okay from now on any senior civil servants uh renting government properties will have to make a declaration, lah. Right. So yeah. in some way that is a sort of uh concession, lah. Right. That there is potential conflict of interest, right. Mm. For a senior civil servant to be, to be, yeah, getting, getting, uh, you know, getting a rental from a a, a government asset, like, Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not not that not that anyone, it, not that that's a huge point to jump on, but I think, in some ways, that is already a a concession of, okay, we understand the that the optics of this might look bad, so this has to be done, uh. Yeah, 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 which, which I mean, like, um, is interesting, right? Because uh, I also heard the analogy. Uh, I think uh, one of the MPs themselves said the analogy is that if if every minister cannot enjoy public services provided by their own ministry, does that mean like the minister of health can't go to a public hospital? Mm. Um, if a minister of health can go to the public hospital, why can't the minister that overrides the land authority? rent something from the land authority and then I was like yeah but it's not exactly the the same and and I think one thing that uh, I think maybe some of the opposition MPs alluded to was that because this is relating to housing uh, and land which has been such a hot button topic it cannot really be compared to other it's not an apples to apples comparison lah. Um, mm. the the housing the 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 land it's an issue that so many people are struggling with. It's been so contentious, um, and yeah, they started their tenancy a few years ago. But that doesn't mean that just because of that 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 they cannot they cannot understand the impact of the optics at this point. Like, and it, and it, yeah, it boils down to optics, like. And then it becomes how mm. much do you value optics? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think one thing that also came out yesterday is that uh. It seemed like yeah lah, the even the optics and everything. It seemed like Vivian Balakrishnan, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, he, I think he presented his case, uh, well enough lah, such that even, even Pritam Singh admitted that yeah lah, there wasn't anything that really stood up for him lah, because, uh, you know, firstly, Vivian Balakrishnan doesn't have any doesn't have any oversight over SLA itself, mm. and I think he made. Uh, pretty coherent argument about why he why he even is staying in in uh black and white like right you know wanting to all his extended family to live together in a very big place like right mm. um so in some sense yeah I think uh people aren't really pouncing on Vivian Balakrishna at this point like right <laughs> the, at least that's a sense I get I see a lot less written about him than than written than what is written about uh Shamugam on media and all that. But uh, yeah, were you convinced by the arguments? Uh, not really. <laughs> like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make me uh, any less um 
concerned about how this whole thing has has panned out. Yeah, sure, you want to unite three generations under one uh, roof. That is a lot of people's dream, but um, yeah. that did not in any way make me waver. Like, okay, I can understand mm-hmm. your reason, but yeah. yeah, I would like to be able to have a dedicated room to record podcasts so I don't have to have a negotiation with my wife to use yeah. the room when she just yeah. comes back from teaching. Um, yeah. yeah, so so it just becomes like, uh, yeah, and then I get the, the personal reasons and all that, but yeah, it, it at the end of it, I don't feel any different. In fact, watching it, I felt like, oh, this this does not look good at all for the uh, the, the ministers in question or even the uh, people like SMTO who was um, leading the investigation. In fact, I came out of it thinking, like, oh my God, this this couldn't this have been handled better? Mm. Uh, it feels like more people are pissed off now. Or at least the people who are pissed off at the start are more pissed off now. The yeah. people who are not pissed off maybe are thinking, why the fuck are people so pissed off? Yeah, yeah. But for I, mean, you, I have to say, we, yeah, I have to say that they are all very convincing speakers, lah. Yeah, yeah. they're all masters of holding the space and making their points and really talking for very long about about certain topics such that it wears you down. It wears you down. <laughs> wears like, you down. After beyond a certain point, maybe you just switch off and you stop listening. You're like, okay, okay, I get the point. I get the point. Can we move on already? So, yeah, they are very convincing that way. But uh, for me personally, yeah, like you, I wasn't super convinced. I think, uh, you know, if, if taking, yeah, just hearing, taking whatever they say at face value, okay, sounds logical and all that. But then, if you just think a bit deeper about like, like you know, just and and that's something that's hard for people to fathom, right? The size of twenty six Rideout Road, for example, you really think about the size of it and and how expensive uh, land is in Lenskar Singapore and the things that were being said about, oh, you know, like you can't uh, SLA might not might not be able to maintain the land at the same standard that Shamugam wants. That's why they they offered for him to take over the land. I mean, all these kind of things, like. You've never heard it before in Singapore, like, right? Uh, how, mm. how these kind of contracts are negotiated and all that. So, yeah, you know, uh, I think but, they put forth, uh, they, they said a lot, they put forth their arguments on it, but uh, was I convinced? No, not really. But, yeah. but you know, while you're saying that, were you convinced? No, while I, I was convinced? No. I have seen some people say online, quite a lot of chatter on from one school of thought saying that, you know, like, um, there are many things that people are missing, that people who are getting angry are missing. And at the end of the day, the people who are getting angry, does it matter their opinion? You know, like, mm. does every Singapore citizen need to be convinced of a certain mm. policy or decision? Do two mm. individuals who were struggling to find uh, coins to put in their locker to lock their bag, do they <laughs> deserve to be convinced of such intellectual yeah. debates? Um, how how would you respond to that? I mean, uh, and I think that's the reason we were there yesterday, right? Uh, we, we were part of the democratic process, lah. And yeah. you know, you want an engaged citizenry. You want people to, to question, to ask questions, to to you know, uh, question the status quo, to think of a, to be innovative for the future. Right? You got then you got to make sure that people have the avenue to think independently for themselves, lah. Uh, so to me, it's like I think those people just dismissing it as like, you know, why why do we need to convince everyone? And then I think you're missing the 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 bigger picture, like That politics. It's not about being the best fucking policymaker, about being the best fucking economist. It's not about being the best, the best, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, engineer or anything to to create the the, the best uh, infrastructure in Singapore, la, right? It's really about how you convince the masses about uh, why you should do certain make certain decisions and do certain things, la. And uh, that's so in some in some way, you and I being there and hearing the all this firsthand and everything, that is part of that whole process, la, right? It's a microcosm of what being a politician is, la, right? It's about convincing people with your arguments and all that, la. So yeah. that, that's what I would say to those people. Uh, but but similar to you, uh, actually, I've seen more people within my bubble, within my circle, and all that. More people who are asking, "Why the hell are we spending so much time talking about this thing? It's not a big deal." I'm hearing a lot more of that than mm. people who are actually like, uh, "Oh, I'm not convinced by the argument or all such bullshit." Yeah, and all same, that. same. Yeah, so I mean, if you hang a lot, if you hang a lot on Reddit, you'll see all these like yeah, like, angry posts and everything. But when I talk to people, I don't sense that same sense of uh, in being indignant or feeling like this is injustice or anything then, like that. Like. Then your friends are all thinking, "Wow, these Terrans are fuck <laughs> eh, eh, we don't call him for dinner next week. Uh. we wait till ride out, you know, you know, tapers off. Then we call I, him for dinner." <laughs> I think that happened a long time ago. It happened a long time ago. <laughs> If somewhere it happened somewhere along the track when I fell off that whole doctor, lawyer, engineer track already. Doctor, when lawyer, went, banker, engineer track. When you went from yeah. first floor potential to balcony potential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First floor. We went from uh, we went from backbencher potential to second floor. <laughs> second floor above the backbencher's potential. Keep your back in the locker potential. <laughs> Keep your back in the damn locker potential. People they are in there debating debating five hundred thousand dollar renovations. You and I were there struggling to find three times twenty cent to lo- <laughs> just to put our bags for one hour. Wow! <laughs> oh, the, the inequality, the, the gulf, oh, the gulf, the gulf. No, but I, I totally agree with you. Also, in the sense that, um, like it is, if I think you know, like if you have that one friend or that one uh person in your life who is is very smart, but they just force stuff down your throat. Uh, without mm. trying to kind of uh, understand your perspective and just because they are smart, they assume that, okay, you should listen to them. Those kind of relationships almost, I don't know, they they, they feel like they don't work out uh, in the long mm. run. La. And mm. ultimately, yeah, politics, we, we, we have seen examples in the past where there's a certain uh, sentiment that, uh, that, that goes through the the masses that results in a big decision that no one expected, lah. You know, with um, oh, what's that? The fucking the UK. What's the thing? Oh my god, uh, Brexit. You know, Brexit. Mm-hmm. Trump being elected, and I, I'm going off on a whim here, but I would imagine that at some point there was a disconnect, lah, between what the politicians were thinking and what the masses were thinking. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying Singapore is at that level yet. But you see glimpses, lah, where and especially when yesterday watching it, where the certain uh, rebuttals from the ministers in question, they were so convinced of their argument, but I don't know, like if you read the room, it felt like it was, <laughs> more people were having sentiments that uh, were like, oh wait, that doesn't make sense. Huh? How does that make sense? How are you so convinced? And then it became like what you say, like they wear you down. Like. And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, I think I think it, it should never be disregarded like, that that I mean, more people seem to be interested in politics than ever before. The yeah. news outlets, some of them still suck. And if you yeah. don't, if they, they don't, they don't, they're not concerned about how it's being communicated. Doesn't doesn't feel like it's a good path or a good way forward. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know the 
the amazing thing is that you and I, we every when we do a podcast three times a week, we talk for, uh, you know, close to an hour each time. Like yesterday, I think Edwin Tong himself like just spoke uh, like a monologue for like fi- almost like fifty over minutes. Uh. so it's like it tells you like how much you know the how 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 um masterful they are and you know creating a story and telling the story with data telling it with uh anecdotes and 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 you know uh all the data that they can get from the agencies how they can craft a 50 minute like monologue to make the defense uh, uh mm. in some ways it's also very scary like when when if you tell me that i have to sit down and listen to some 50 minutes talking straight i also be like what it's like the being back in assembly on Monday morning in school and that, uh, <laughs> I I did I did pick up some very good argument argument uh, argumentations argumentative skills uh, um mm. that I saw happen in question. So you know in future Terence, you know when I when we have a debate when we have a disagreement on Yala, but you might hear me say things like you know Terence, <laughs> um, I believe this and any fair minded person would believe the mm. same. And yeah. you know Terence, you're a smart man. I'm sure you would agree with me. Yeah, and yeah. and just say that over and over again, over yeah. and over again, and just say things like, "Oh, you know, Terence, you are you are a father. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you can see my perspective. You know, Terence, thank you so much for for saying thank you to me, because yeah. that is what the government strives to achieve. And yeah. and I'm very happy to hear that you feel the same way as me. You just keep yeah. fucking saying that. Yeah, I thank you, Mister Telani, for you know yeah. airing your airing your thoughts like this. Because, uh, yeah, I've also learned that it's very important to, <laughs> before you fire yourself, always thank the person for giving a speech before you. La. Even <laughs> yeah. however long as it might be, however boring it might have been, you must thank him. La. You must thank them for, for something, la, for some reason, just for talking, you know. And they can <laughs> spend like five minutes criticizing you and they spend 10 seconds saying thank you for something. But you focus on the 10 seconds and you yeah, forget yeah. everything yeah. else they said and you thank them multiple times for saying just just that, that sliver of, of appreciation for you. Mm. Amazing, amazing skills. Yeah. I think also, uh, one, one thing I did notice was like, uh, just, uh, I was curious like how much, um, how much the, the MPs would talk to each other in parliament, uh, you know, whether mm. they'd be like exchanging notes or, you know, like uh, bumping each other on the elbow, just talking about something. And uh, I would say actually very little, right? I didn't see yeah. much at all. I didn't see them reaching across, uh, you know, across the seat, across the arm, the armrest or anything to talk to the people on the left or right. Uh, maybe uh, one short sentence here and there, but most of the time, if they were not listening to the speeches, they were pretty much just on their phones or on their laptops or something. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's where the live stream kind of does help. Because people know that uh, it's very easy to become a meme these days. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to be very careful. Yeah. Ah, but uh, man, so does oh, that after you watch after this whole experience like, right uh, I mean we just not, not talking about the whole write out issue because I think it will still be debated over the next few days who knows we might come back to this topic again shortly yeah. like, right? but we wanted to give the fresh take uh, in, from parliament after the experience do you ever feel like you could have been there you could have been that politician standing down there and delivering that uh delivering that question to the to the to the dear speaker of parliament yourself uh, i think i think like it, 
if I wanted to force myself to, I think it may have been possible mm. to at least mm. be in politics, not not to be on the floor. Uh, okay, so mm. to answer your question, I I don't I don't think so lah. I don't I don't mm. think so. Yeah, I don't think I can. Yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, I, was, uh, I thought about it and like, yeah, I don't think I have the temperament for something like that. Yeah, right. I, to, I don't to sit think there I for can. Hours on end to, no, and also to know that to know that you're part of this what like what you said like political theater, and and but you know just just uh not not be able to really say what's on your mind or, or do what you really want to do or anything like that lah. Yeah, I don't think I can yeah. compartmentalize my emotions well enough. <laughs> that's why yeah, Trump. That's think, what Trump said about Hillary Clinton. Right? Think, she doesn't have I don't think I can. I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't think I can. No, Otherwise, right, yeah, after every is, parliament, just need to record yeah. a fucking long podcast. Yeah. I mean, the parliament itself is like a podcast. Really, some of them they they talk mm. for can talk for one whole hour and everything. So, but yeah, it was just a very very eye opening experience. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it's. I really do encourage everyone to, if you can spare the time, to to just give an hour of your time to go and just try and try it for yourself and all that. I think it's a very interesting experience, and you'll feel like okay, you understand why uh it's important to debate these issues and all that Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just just go. Um, and the process is essentially when there's a parliamentary sitting the day before they will put out the order paper with all the questions. Yeah. And then you just you just you just go. And and I think it, it is also important that everyone goes to just further understand more of our political landscape. Yes, yes. But yeah. Cool man. Uh, our little dispatch. Dispatch from Parliament, yeah. la, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> dispatch. <laughs> yeah. You only hear here. You won't you won't hear this on any other podcast. I I don't think I saw any other podcasters or anything. Uh, yeah. there in Parliament, not right. Unless, yeah, unless right. one of the ministers goes on some podcast to talk about it. But yeah, this is you're hearing it raw from us. Raw. But yeah, yeah. I, I, have we uh, have we shared enough to to jump onto our show things and show comments? I believe so. Yeah, today today we're we're doing really only doing this write out topic because because it's such an important topic, right? Everyone's talking about it, and because yeah. we had such a transformative experience that we just wanted to focus on this one topic but yeah. that's why now we can transition and talk about the one show comment right one and what is your comment. one show comment uh, my one show comment was a comment by Kosher Jellyfish on Reddit um, like six days ago and it was just a list of three things that they found on TikTok uh, like inter- interesting TikTok accounts and videos so as much as what I, I occasionally shit on TikTok I mean I do discover some great content there. So anyone who has stuff to share, I appreciate it, man. I haven't checked it out yet, but I will check it out after this. Yeah, yeah. What about you, man? That's right. Uh, mine was from um, on Reddit from our latest podcast episode. One of the comments from Internet Lurker 96 was, I'm surprised you guys aren't immediately talking about the most top- obvious topic ever, right out kid. Hopefully that will be for the next episode. So yeah, I mean, for us it was a it's a very conscious thing. I think yeah, like, this is the big reveal. Right? It's a very conscious thing that we wanted to do something different. Like, go and check out Parliament for ourselves, and then talk about it. So that's why we held off talking about it uh, on Monday. But yeah, here we are. So you know, uh, good things come to those who wait. Like. Yeah. Mm, indeed, man. Indeed. Yes. Um. Cool, man. And cool. and what about your one shook thing? Uh, I gotta pull up. Do you have yours? 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, one my like occasionally I will just become obsessed with a uh, a particular footballer uh, mm-hmm. to the point where I watch like clips of their highlights, uh, compilations of their highlights on YouTube. Um, and depending on my mood, lah. Uh, now I'm in a phase where I think I enjoy just relaxing compilations like that. And there's this mm-hmm. one player who is like a legend from Spain, lah. Um, his name yeah. is Sergio Busquets. And mm. he's known to be like this fucking brilliant player who almost never panics. He's not the most athletic. I mean, he's tall and lanky, but he's not fast. He doesn't look yeah. athletic, but the way he plays is almost time slows down. And mm. he's always two steps ahead of the opponents. And the competitions are so nice because people will just be trying to get the ball off him and he'll just touch it once or twice and he'll get himself out of trouble. So to me, it's very relaxing. Like Anytime I want to veg out, I just watch... Those videos and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is poetry in motion. Uh. So he's Busquets. joining. He's joining Inter Miami, right? Yeah, he's joining Inter Miami. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. He is reuniting with uh, Messi, uh. Messi who he who he played with for years yeah, at Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, so yeah he's 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 amazing. Watch, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, man? Cool. Uh, my one shook thing is uh, I think on Mothership there was an article about this particular English YouTuber. He's mm. an English musician who uh, from the UK who listens to music and so he listened to um he listens to a lot of Asian pop music, you know, from the likes of J. Cho and all, and he actually like uh listens to it and breaks it down as to why this song is awesome. So there's a lot, you know, there's a quite a number of videos that he's done about J. Cho's catalogue of music. I think I've even had it at a, as a one shot thing before, like, where he talked mm. about why J. Cho's, uh, you know, In the Name of the Father was such a great song and all. But his latest video that has also gone quite viral is uh, how he, it's titled Genuine Tears as English Musician Listens to Stephanie Sun for the First Time. So mm. he listened, he's listened to the Singaporean uh, uh, Singaporean singer Stephanie Sun. And uh, yeah, apparently he cried while listening to a, to a song. So mm, yeah, I saw that headline, thing is, uh, yeah, the one shock thing is is maybe it's not particularly this video, but I do enjoy this guy's Joe. I think his his name is Joe Creator. I do enjoy his his uh breakdowns of like why certain songs from some some of these artists are awesome. So yeah, mm. check it out. Cool, man. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. We squeeze this one out, man. Yeah, this this patch from right out. Uh, I always, always wanted Rideout. to say always wanted to to say uh, to say something like that. Uh. Uh, the right. dispatch from Parliament, you know. Oh, that's such a, <laughs> such a this is uh, Harish uh, reporting from Parliament. Yeah, Over to you, yeah. Terence. <laughs> cool. All cool, right, man. man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>